0: Call Lester
1: now on 021-446-0567. We're back here on tonight with uh, Lester. We want you to call in on 021-446-0567 or WhatsApp us on 567 1567 because now it's time with, with our hiking feature with Tim Lundy.
0: Cape Talk, hiking with Tim Lundy.
1: Tim, a very busy week for you, especially with the fires on, on, on uh, Lion's Ed last Sunday. Yeah, I know. It um, it's uh,
2: been very busy. Um, I think all the emergency mm-hmm. services have been stretched to the limit, and um, the firefighters, big heroes, really. I mean, it's amazing the, mm-hmm. the conditions. I mean, what was it on Saturday? It was in the 30s. That's right. Sunday was also really, really hot, and you, the gear that those guys wear... And then they have to go and fight in a fire. I can't. I can't even begin to imagine what it must be
1: like. And in part of our, our previous discussions of how quickly weather conditions can change, we were at Green Point Park earlier in the afternoon. It was a moderate wind. It wasn't too much of a of a of a disruption. Yeah. But as soon as it reached five o'clock, six o'clock, all of a sudden. That wind, that southeast, exactly. they just started pumping there. Firstly, we want to get to, uh, get going with our uh, rescue uh, recap. Uh, uh, just uh, what have you experienced this week? How many rescues have you had to attend to this week?
2: Well, so it's not only the firefighters that have been busy. The, the rescue guys have also been very, very busy. We've had um, around about nine in seven days.
1: That's quite a lot. And yeah. last week there were only two. Why then this this huge increase over the last, uh, last week?
2: Um, look there are a range of of different types of rescues um from people getting lost to injuries um yeah it's just it's uh, it's all across the the board of of different things that are happening. I think also Saturday there were a lot of hours out on the mountains as well I had some clients with me, and um we actually witnessed a helicopter coming in to actually airlift somebody out that had mm-hmm. been injured. So yeah, it's just you know when when the weather's good, there's lots of people out in the
1: mountains, and accidents are going to happen. Uh, the focus of today's discussion is what to do and uh, during uh, while hiking, and uh, the weather changes or these different weather scenarios. Tim wants to put some scenarios out to you, the listener, and we want you to call in. We just want to gauge what exactly is your level of uh, of uh, of understanding of what exactly to do if a particular weather situation or adverse weather situation crops up while you are hiking on one of Cape Town's hiking trails you can call us on 021-446-0567 or you can WhatsApp us or voice note us with Your scenarios on oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. Tim, over to you. Just you going to plant some scenarios in people's heads.
2: Yeah. So I've got two scenarios here. I don't know if we're going to get through both of them, but I just want to. I definitely want people to phone in because I just want to do a bit of a test as to what people, w- what they sort of um, feeling on, on on these scenarios, or what would they do in given the the circumstances. I'm going to give out. I gave both of these scenarios to my daughter um, Ella. Um, earlier to today and just to try and test her to see how it was and I've got to say she uh, she passed the flying colors I think she sits and listens to all the stories (laughs) and the things that I do so she she definitely and I've taken her out into Newlands Forest once before just before dark and I said right I hiked her right in to the forest and I said right get us out of here and and that was it Uh, I mean obviously I stayed with her but I said to get us out of Uh here And while you're making those decisions, I want you to tell me why you're making those decisions. Mm. The reason I did that is because when kids are given the same scenario as somebody who's in their 20s or somebody who's in their 30s, they all act differently. They react to things differently. Um, Their thought process is very different. Mm. So my feeling was I was trying to get her to try and think in a particular way, not like a normal um, 8 or Mm. 9-year-old would think
1: just but isn't it thing based on the person like for example my my wife has zero directional sense yeah she she can't find a way on a, on a map even if it's a google map in front of yeah. her she just some people just don't have bearing. I, on the other hand, maybe it's because I'm in Cape Town, from Cape Town. I know if there's mountain here. I know where the sun is at the particular time of the day. I know where the sun uh, mm. rises and sets. Yeah. And, and so that and you work out in and so Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and some people are very good at that. And isn't Correct. that in the… It s- helps. Yeah? It definitely helps. Um, but there is certain human
2: behavior that no matter who you are… Or, or based on who you are You will think in a particular way um, I don't think that is 100% true for everybody Because some people will have, as you say A little bit better skill in, mm. in trying to read a map Or yeah. or just logical thinking um, yeah. And you know, the thing is when you get into a situation Logic kind of tends to go mm-hmm. right out the window And because and of panic that sets in. Panic sets in Because of that depending on your age And um, you you just start acting in a particular way. You mm. rationalize things in a different way, um, and you're given exactly the same scenario, but mm-hmm. you will approach the problems differently. So generally, young kids under the age of six will actually go and hide when rescuers try
1: and come and find mm-hmm. them because they feel like they're going to be in trouble. So let's put out those scenarios. If no one bites it, no one calls in, you can try me. Sure. Uh, but... Uh, Tim is going to put up some scenarios here. Just try to gauge our level of understanding as, you know, regular people who, who may not be uh, regular hikers, uh, just to see what we would do if we were in these situations. You can call us on 0214460567, or you can WhatsApp or voice note us on 0725671567. Go ahead, Tim. Okay. So I'm going to give a whole bunch of different points. I can repeat them
2: if you want me to repeat them. That's not a problem. Okay. So the weather is looking great for a hike. It's 25 degrees and the weather is clear So it's clear skies mm-hmm. You want to hike up Plattercliffe and go to McClear's Beacon And then back again to Be- uh, to Plattercliffe and back down You're a group of four men in your 20s um, You unfortunately have no warm clothing on you Your, lo- your food supplies are low Your water in, um, capacity is low as well And you have no map so, you start the hike at 3 p.m. in, in mid March. So, we're kind of going towards winter time. Mm-hmm. So, you've got to take that into consideration. When it's three o'clock in the afternoon. So, you take into consideration when that sun is going to start setting. Um, weather changes to gale force winds, southeaster. Mm-hmm. Visibility drops down to 10 meters. The temperature is now at around about nine degrees with a wind chill factor. And you have sulfur interception but your battery only has 15% left on it. The reason I give you all of these points is because these are the kind of things that we have to deal with when we do these rescues. <laughs> you got so to these point, happen.
1: <laughs> you got to point uh, number number five, and I really thought, this is bad news. <laughs> it is. And
2: the, this is the reality of what, what actually happens out there. We, we get given these kind of scenarios to you. I've completely made this up, mm. this scenario. So it's yeah. not based on anything that I've... It's, it's taken from many, many different... Mm. Um, rescues that I've done um, and then the one person mm. slightly sprains their ankle he can still walk but very slowly so question
1: is what do you do and what do you suggest to get off the mountain safely Okay. Those are the scenario. That's the one, That's scenario, the one scenario that, that term has had. We're going to let you, we're going to give you time to, to internalize that. We want you to call in on 0214460567 or WhatsApp us or voice note us what you would do on 0725671567. We're going to go to a break. You're going to internalize that in the time you can call us. If no one's going to bite immediately, I'll take a bash with that. Okay. Term. okay we'll be back after this with Tom Landy. set us a scenario here for just what to do if you happen to have A, a various um, things happen to you while on the, mon- on the mountain What should you do? I want you to go through these scenarios very, very quickly Maybe I'll sure. take a bash on it, Tim Okay, so weather
2: is great when you start 25 degrees, so it's looking good You want to go platter clip to McClear's Beacon and back down again You're a group of four guys um, in your 20s uh, You have no warm clothing You're low on food, low on water You've got no map and one of you actually ends up spraining your ankle But you can still walk The weather turns to 10 meters visibility Gale force winds And you've started walking at 3 o'clock in the afternoon taking into mind that it takes 2 hours to get to the top of Clip. So you'll reach the top by 5 o'clock um, And now the temperatures drop down to 9 degrees Celsius You've got uh, battery but you've only got 15% battery life left on that phone What do you do?
1: Well, look. Our first mistake there is that we didn't bring any warm clothing.
2: Correct. That I mean, that is definitely <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> one of those things. And and uh, the reason for that would be because the, when you started, the weather looked great. Looked
1: great, yeah, yeah. but but uh, weather can change on a dime. Exactly. Um, what would I do if I was if I was stuck up there? Um, let me think, Lester. Okay, we're a group of four. One of us has sprained our ankle. Um, we are already on top. The weather has changed. Um, two decide to go down, maybe get some help.
2: That is a possibility. Wow. Um, I, I put the four people in there because that is the ideal number yeah. of people. Um, smaller groups, not such a great idea because you mm. you split up and all of a sudden the person who's going to go and get help runs into problems.
1: And, and then two become one, and, yeah, that's, exactly. and that's what happens. Um, I really want to go. To 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 you have sketched other scenarios, so so quickly tell us what would we do? I'm I'm a, I'm a bit stumped here because <laughs> I, we we're already up on on top, and I, I absolutely have no idea. I, I'm I'm actually panicking here yeah, while well, you're panicking. While thinking while yeah, think exactly. about this. Yes. So that's what I wanted to show is that that's the kind of when you sort of
2: bombarded with all these things that start going wrong. I mean, you look at an airplane pilot, and they've got to go through all those checklists and everything like that, and it all starts lights going off. Same kind of situation here. That you are stuck on the mountain and you need to get off. The one thing that you do have in your favor um, is the fact that you have 15% battery life left on your phone. Ah. It's not a lot, but it's enough to get a phone call out to say, we're in trouble. This is a situation. Mm. And what do we do? And they would more than likely tell you that you need to get to Mm. shelter or stay where you are. The worst thing to do is actually go and, and try and move, ask for help and then move, because then we have to try and
1: find you. Okay, we go to the phone lines now. Peter and Paul, you want to comment on the scenario? What do you do?
0: Hi there. Um, well, I could tell you what I would do, just to, just an extra comment that I've I've encountered a similar thing like this, and it's actually worse than, than winter rain, because mm. you really can't find shelter between rocks uh, or anything like that, that type of southeaster cloud conditions on top, it just, uh, the moisture is blowing at you horizontally. Mm, yeah. Uh, anyway, in short, I would say immediately message uh, people to perhaps put the authorities or rescue personnel on standby, tell them where you are, what you're doing, and do not stop moving. Um the paths I think are quite established and well marked out as long as you still have a clue of where you are and the path in sight don't stop moving. Just keep on moving message enough people to let them know of the situation, then switch the phone off to conserve the battery, mm. and keep on moving to get down
2: yeah. So the the one the one problem with that scenario that you've given is if you ask for help and you say, look, we're stuck on the mountain and we don't have a map, we don't know where we're going, please come and get us. Um, it's very difficult for us to come and get you when you've moved. <laughs> when visibility is no. 10 meters, you've moved away. And I understand the reason why you're wanting to move is because obviously the, the temperature is really low and, and the southeast is hitting you best thing you can try and do is try and find um, some, at least some shelter that you can actually get out of that wind and that cold and stick together as well. Um,
0: okay, I, I see what you're saying. I actually meant not to ask for help immediately, but to put, to put people on notice that you might need help and the, then first keep on moving, yeah. switch the phone off. And then when you see you can't do anything, switch the phone on again and ask for the help.
2: So the reason I say ask for the help straight away um, when you realize that you are in trouble is that if you don't, for every minute that you're wasting is another minute that they're not going to respond. So you want them to try and respond as quickly as possible. And when Mm -hmm. I say as quickly as possible... On average, it takes us over an hour from the time that we get the call as rescuers to actually get to the rendezvous point before we are sent in to come and get you. So realistically, you're looking at over two hours from the time that you've put that that, um, SOS out before we even get to where you are. And that two hours hours in those kind of conditions, it feels like 20.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I take your point. Alright. Peter, Thank we're you. all learning here so tonight.
1: Thank you very much. That's Peter in Paul. Uh, some messages on uh, the WhatsApp line. Uh, Tim, b- before we go on, yeah. I, this is fascinating and I think people want to get involved. We're going to keep you after eyewitness news. Continue sure. a little longer. Uh, we're going to go to the WhatsApp lines now. This, uh, uh, person says, use battery to call and use the map option. She asks, send a location, send a pin. To a, a family, a friend. My, my question is, um, what is the signal strength around? I know the, the Table Mountain Reserve is, is, is unique because it's literally wraps around the city. So, uh, reception anywhere would be pretty good. But if you're walking up to McClaire's Beacon, yeah. what is the, the chances of you having a decent cell phone, uh, reception? Not just for a, to make a phone call, but data reception to yeah. show, send something like an accurate pinpoint. So,
2: The good news is that that is definitely on the increase. Um, The signals are definitely getting stronger, and where we were finding a couple of years ago where we weren't getting reception is now definitely reception. Orange Clough is one of those places where it used to be a complete dead zone. You now are starting to pick up from some of the towers. There are certain spots that you can pick up Mm. from. Um, So on this particular route, there are definitely a lot of places, especially if you're on the front face. Mm. You know, if the, there's a path that walks along the front edge If you're on that path You've got a very good chance mm. of picking up a tower in the city That's that's going mm. to pick up But yeah, definitely use that phone to try and get a message mm. out
1: and, and get help to you quickly We go to a WhatsApp voice out now to respond to that scenario
2: Hi Lester, it's Nicole here Well, first thing, I do have battery life left So I would contact somebody and let them know what my location
0: and my pen is
2: and then secondly, um I would slowly make my way down the mountain. I'm not dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a realist is a Nicole there that she's not dying; she can still move. It's only a light sprain. Uh, but then, it's a similar then response to that uh, first uh, question Plus, uh, about about sending a, a pin. Yeah.
2: Now we we often um, I did a rescue last was last week I think where we basically were going in blind, not mm-hmm. knowing where these people were. And the whole rescue changed from being search pretty much the whole of Table Mountain Mm. to, right, let's just go straight to them because we know where they are Mm. for that drop-in. And, I mean, if you don't know how to do a drop-in, try and ask somebody to try Mm. and tell you how to do it on WhatsApp – it's really, really easy, mm. and it could definitely save your life. And it makes it so much easier if we need to know or we know where that needle
1: is in that haystack. Mm. There's a message here from uh, Billy. He says, uh, before your hikers have taken off, you've established lack of water, warm clothing, and low battery life. Regroup and hike quickly to the car park down to forest and then go have a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent suggestion. I go with you, Billy. But, <laughs> but you've got a sprained ankle, uh, is, you guys, what's is, the, best, is, the best? The best cure for a sprained ankle is a, is is a copia. But I have a question, uh, uh, Tom. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter from Paul raised a question of uh, letting authorities know that you are in the situation uh, just in case yes. something happens. But at the same time, I don't want to put authorities and rescuers on standby and getting ready because I know many of them are volunteers. They're out on other things and they may be gathering already for a potential rescue only for me to say, you know, it's okay, guys. I'm fine. Okay, what, is, so what
2: should we then do then? So that's where a lot of people are making the mistake. Um Often when we get to people, they are very apologetic. They feel very embarrassed. I do this voluntarily. Mm. I, uh, I do it with many, many other people. We do it voluntarily. We want to be out there to help. Mm. So it's not an inconvenience to us. We, If we don't want to go, we won't go. If we can go and we would like to go, then we will go. Mm. Um, so there must never be this thing of um, I, I don't want to call him because you know I don't want to inconvenience him. We want to go. We want to be there. That's what we do. Um, A lot of these guys are highly trained, highly skilled, They're good at what they do, and they know that mountain like the back of their hand. They can literally be in 10-meter
1: visibility and know exactly where they are. Uh, This conversation is getting lots of traction here, Tim, so we want to keep you after 10 o'clock. We have another scenario that you want. This was fascinating, and this taught me quite a bit. Describe the second scenario for us. Okay, second scenario, weather forecast, temperature is
2: high teens. You're a group of two this time. You want to go up Castile's Port, which is above Camps Bay. It's quite a strenuous climb, but with the idea that you walk around the dams on the back table and then back down Castile's Port. Your health is good and you're fit. You have warm clothing this time, but you don't have a rain jacket. Good food and good water supplies. You have good battery life, but bad reception. Map of the area you have this time. And then you set off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to return by 6 o'clock in Camps Bay. You fail to return on time, and a family member calls for help. You also are able to call for help, um, and you've lost your way on the back table as clouds have come in and light is fading. There is a cold front due at, to hit at around about nine p.m. at night. You manage to give your location before the line dies. What should you be? Um, what should you do given the bad weather? Heading away, and bad reception
1: Well, this seems like uh, A little bit easier A little bit easier (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, if We are taking scenarios here from Tim Lundy. He wants to gauge where we are, where the public's uh, education is, or what to do when we're stuck on a mountain. We are taking uh, your calls and your WhatsApps on just what exactly you should do. And Tim uh, wants you to call in to give you ideas what you think you should do if you are in these situations. We Tim is usually with us till 10, but this is a very interesting conversation and very important conversation. So we're going to go to Eyewitness News and then we're going to come back, and hopefully in that time you would have called in and sent in your WhatsApps and your voice notes. You can you can send your WhatsApp and voice notes to 072 567 1567. You can also call us on 021 446. O five six seven, and then you can of course SMS us uh, three one five uh, six seven. Just a quick uh, uh, SMS from uh, Nen in Fredok to fight the possibility of cold temperature on the mountain, and you cannot move further. Would half a jacket, <laughs> would a half jack of brandy be a good idea? I'm being very very serious. We only <laughs> have thirty <laughs> seconds to. I would you, So I want you to park that, and we will go back to to uh, Nen in Fredok after eyewitness news but we want you to call in 021-446-0567 or whatsapp us 072-567-1567 tim lundy is going to be staying on air with us to just, uh, discuss uh, what is it become by nen from uh, from fredo asked to fight the possibility of cold temperature on the mountain and you cannot move further would a half jack of brandy be a good idea i'm being serious here and that is nen from fredo what's your thoughts on that uh, tim yeah. Good, from good, 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 from good, 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 from what good, good, I know and from what I've been told that um, alcohol gives you a false sense of warmth, that it, it in does, fact yeah. uh, lowers your core body temperature, but yeah. you feel warm.
2: Yeah. So it it wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't um, try and start knocking Jack's back <laughs> <laughs> flat out because um, you need to have your wits about you. Um, I would say a sip here and there to just kind of comfort you wouldn't go amiss. Um, but yeah, you need to be thinking on your toes mm. So
1: um, finishing a half jack on your own while <laughs> waiting for someone to come and get you is probably not a good idea Just another SMS uh, coming through on the SMS number 31567 uh, The person says, I am not even a hiker But I took down the emergency number last week on your show and put it in my phone. Never leave too late in case there's a problem. Always fully charge your phone before you leave. Always take a lightweight waterproof jacket and gloves because your hands are stiff from the cold. A small torch and only go in groups of four if you don't have common sense. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. if you're only going groups of only going groups of four, full stop. If you don't have common sense don't hike, and that's essentially what we were talking of. Of, we co- calling on people to have common sense when we're yeah. going up the mountain.
2: And I think, yeah, if you don't have common sense, then at least try and have somebody along with you that does. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's go through that, uh, second scenario. Um, uh, Tim, and we want you to call in to, to try and figure out how to, to get yourself out of the situation. Oh two one four four six oh five six seven or WhatsApp and voice note us on oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. Just take us through that second scenario again, Tim. Okay. So temperatures are in the high teens. You're a group of
2: two. Uh, let's make it interesting. It's a male and female. Um, Okay, so you go up Castiles Port, which is quite a climb, and then you go to around the dams, and then you're heading back down Castiles Port, which is about good food and water supplies, good battery life, but bad reception. You have a map as well. You set off at two o'clock in the afternoon, and you're due to return by six o'clock, which you've told people, but you fail to return. So a family member has now called for help. You also call for help. You are lost on the back table as clouds have come in and the Light is fading Cold front is due to hit you At around about 9 o'clock at night You manage to give your location Before the line dies What
1: should you do Given the bad weather heading your way And bad reception what would you do? What would your suggestions be to get off the mountain safely? 0214460567 or 0725671567 is the WhatsApp line. We're trying to gauge your level of education of just exactly what you do. What would you do? I'm going to take a bash at this. Uh, term like the first thing I notice here is that I'm carrying a warm jacket, but it's not necessarily a rain jacket. And if Correct. I'm going to be caught in um in a cold front or in a thick fog or mist, that jacket is going to become damp and it's going to become heavier. And because it's going to be wet, I'm going to be cold. Correct, yeah. Um, after that, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a blank because we've already sent out our location. Give me some help here. What? What next? Okay, so you basically
2: what you're wanting to do now. You're 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 healthy. You're fit. You've got more than enough food. You're You can pretty much survive the night if you absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. The one problem that you have is that the rain is coming, and you do not want to be wearing that warm top when the rain hits you. So you, take that. So take it off. No, keep the rain jacket on, but try and find somewhere that that rain jacket's not. or that, that jacket is mm-hmm. not going to get wet. You want to basically try and find some shelter of some sort. Mm. Now, for those people who know the back table, there are five buildings up top there. Um, oh. During the week, there's n- not anybody normally there, but there are places. There are quite a few caves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you also have a map. So check the map out. Oh. Use that map and try and find somewhere close to the location that you've given. Mm. Um, You know, the thing is, if you're waiting for somebody now, this is a bit of a tricky one because if you're waiting for somebody to come and rescue you, yet the rain's going to beat them, what do you do? Because Mm -hmm. you don't want to now be standing in the middle of nowhere waiting for these guys to come to your location, yet the rain gets there first and now you you end up Mm -hmm. freezing and actually... Being lost is no longer your problem,
1: hypothermia is You were telling me earlier That you rescued uh, Some German tourists and that it was About 8 degrees and hypothermia had Already was starting mm. to set in Just how quickly, how cold does it need To be for hypothermia to set in Look, I was actually reading an article About this the other day, um, actually
2: yesterday um, About the, the thing with Hypothermia um, is that There's no set age or Set temperature that it starts to Kick in it it seems to depend on the person so a thin person versus a person who is a little bit more overweight mm. they may the person that's a little bit more overweight may mm. actually stand a better chance than the person who's got less fat on their body mm. because you know their core temperature is going to go down mm. um so it's yeah the women and men it's all different it all depends on the individual it depends on how quickly that cold gets you um so there's no sort of set um standard as to when it kicks in and starts getting you. Mm. But if you're gonna be wearing a top and it's gonna get wet, I guarantee you I don't care who you are, your core temperature's gonna to
1: start to drop. Mm. And it really doesn't need to drop that much before you're in big trouble. Mm. There are there's a couple of WhatsApps coming through. There's one, uh if you have a partner available, use them as a heater. Yeah. Cuddling creates warmth. So Absolutely. hold on to don't be shy, hold on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to a friend, a partner Just trying to uh, keep uh, that core body temperature And also the same person messaging Saying that there are people already living on the mountain Who, who survive these extreme temperatures I think I've asked you this question a couple of weeks ago mm. About people living up in the mountain You said you weren't that, that sure
2: no, no, look, there are people that have been known I mean, Lion's Head, when the fires happened mm. um, this week There was a chap who has apparently been living up there Who actually got injured from the fires, mm. um, so they they reckon that he was actually living up there
1: because he was actually injured, yeah, from quite you know, badly make, injured, seventy-five percent, yeah. Burns, uh, just going back to 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 the rescues at um, when you you say you are a volunteer and you do this uh, out of a public good, mm. uh, but you, as much as we warn people on this show and there are signages all across the the, the park. When you ever get us to a rescue and you see someone and they are clearly not well-dressed for the hike, they're wearing shorts or t-shirts, maybe some people will go in like in flops or something. Do you ever look at them? I know you probably won't chastise them yeah. to, to their face, but do you ever think, I'm so irritated, we tried to pass on this message, but what you did was so irresponsible and just plain stupid. There are times when I see people like
2: that and I think, hopefully I don't see you later. <laughs> um, and let 's leave it at that i 'm not you know the thing is i'm i 'm not in it to judge people yeah. um, we all make mistakes um as I was saying to you earlier, as long as you've learned from the mistake, then it's all right. If I, if I find you a second time, <laughs> then I might
1: have a bit of a different opinion about you. We're speaking to Tanlamdi on an extended hiking feature. Uh, you can call us on oh two one four four six oh five six seven or WhatsApp us on oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. Just my last question: um, Yeah, what's the, What's the importance of snacks? Having food on you A packet of biscuits A packet of toppers biscuits Or some bananas or something Something that is a bit more hearty than Then than, than when you're stuck up there The weather is creeping in You may have to, st- to stay overnight And having something Maybe just to keep you a bit warm Get mm. your cork going With your metabolism going Just how important it is Maybe just to keep a little bit of extra food
2: Look, a little bit of food Is definitely always helps And you should rather have Too much than too little mm. Um, but more importantly than the food would definitely be the water. Mm. I cannot stress enough how important water is and how much more water you're going to take in when this kind of scenario sets in. Because of panic, you start oh, burning really. up more energy. You Everything starts speeding up, and, mm. and you'll become thirsty very quickly. Mm. Um, so water is definitely one of those things, but definitely food. Also, but don't go and... Um, pack tins of beans and all sorts of other (laughs) things make your pack really heavy but have enough more than enough
1: for the for your planned route fascinating fascinating conversation and i think a very important conversation to have on just exactly what to do tim lundy there with our weekly hiking feature remember last week we said that we are planning a listener hike on the sunday the 10th of February. We have people who are joining us. It is Joe from Hout Bay, Jason and Anthea Adams, Sean Tobias, Heather